0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Heavenly Places with Jameer Spencer. Uh, he will be calling back in shortly. We had a little bit of. Okay, there he is. We're going to talk about Days of Awe.
1: Jameer? Yes. yes. Oh, that's Time much here. better. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what was going on. I was saying hello to the thing. I had to call back in. Anyway, um, Welcome everyone this evening, uh to the podcast Heavenly Places. I'm your host Jameer along with Dorothy, and I believe she's already given you the uh the title and in introduction for the uh day the days of all that we're discussing this evening. <clears throat> I won I wanted to uh discuss this one because this one is something that's, that's coming up very shortly, actually at the end of uh September um for us, but we as believers, Christians, you know, those are, the majority of us don't know anything about it or or don't celebrate it. But it's actually a, uh, um known is it, is actually known as a Jewish holiday or or celebration. Um, <clears throat> actually, actually, before I get into it, let me let me open up a prayer before I, I get too far ahead of myself. Uh, Father, Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. Guide us this evening, Father. Direct us, Father, as we look through your scriptures and and learn more about you, Father. Give us strength, Lord, to be more like you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, um so uh, these uh day of all uh are they're widely known as uh, Jewish holidays, so a lot of as Christians or most of us believers you know we really don't have anything to do with those days to celebrate them. um but I think it's very' there's some many things very important and true that we can take from those uh those. Things that they practice in, um, in these celebrations. I think uh, one thing I actually heard someone say that uh, you know they're saying about throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Well, the baby in this case, it might be uh, something that the Jewish people actually, even the ones who uh, actually, there's many types of Jewish people, it's the ones who some of them they actually believe in uh, Yeshua, Lord and the Savior Jesus Christ. And some of them they don't believe He has come yet. But they both groups, and of course us, we all believe in the, uh, the Old Testament. They call it the the Torah, the Torah, which is um, of course the uh, well we know it in a Christian faith as the Old Testament. And they don't believe or or they cannot see that uh, Jesus Christ came to fulfill all the prophecies of um that was talked about that so they're still kinda of waiting for somebody to come. <clears throat> so we Christians a lot of times we uh, just kind of throw out some of the things that are very valuable into faith uh that we can actually learn a lot beyond like the symbolism and what all they do and what all they mean and and the intended purpose of uh these holidays, these celebrations, these feasts, the jewish feast um and actually, all these feasts can be found if you're interested in looking at it. We won't really read it, but they they can be found in uh the book of leviticus leviticus chapter twenty three um they were given to us by God the Father, so as people could understand the coming of uh the Messiah. And the role that uh the Messiah will play in redeeming and restoring both man and earth back to God, following the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. Um so that that's basically the feast, these things are are symbolism of uh actually with what uh you know the uh, scripture, blessed be the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Actually, that's a, I believe is a song, but it's taken from the scripture and not first time. But uh, so these feasts are symbols of uh, who was and is and is to come. So that's talking about he came the first time, but he also was coming back again. So these, these festivals, um, a lot of us Christians believe because he came back and he fulfilled a lot of them that, well, okay, we can do away do away with them, and it's not saying that you're you're less of a Christian or believer if you don't participate in any of those type of activities. But I believe there's something um, that you miss. You miss it's like going to a uh, amusement park and you uh, don't ride some of the rides that's in the park. You know. It's like, okay, you went to the amusement park, you there, but you didn't, you didn't ride a good majority, or not a good majority, but a few a few to rides in there that, that could have been very enjoyable to you while you were there. That's just like a little type of analogy. Um, but the festival is, uh, is uh, one of the seven great feasts. It is appointed by God and to be celebrated on the first day of the seventh month of the Jewish calendar, and I might pronounce this wrong, but it's called Tishrei, and it's called a T-I-S-H-R-E-I, and there's plenty of information on the internet. You can actually Google that, T-I-S-H-R-E-I, and that's the day when it is uh, celebrated, Um, and we know some of the other holy days or, or prophetic days that, that are very common. We know about the Passover, uh unleavened bread. These are some of the feasts. Fruits the first fruits, Pentecost, the New Year, the Day of Atonement, and the Tabernacle. So those are some of the other feasts. Um <clears throat> but these holidays are are similar to each one involved as uh <clears throat> in each one of these there's a portion where you uh, resting from labor, where you're worshiping, where you're you're bringing offerings, and and it's a usual reminder of some great event in the history of Israel. So oftentimes a holiday is also tied to the agricultural season, um, and it's connected with the harvest. So here we can even tell over here in America around what whether the day of um the days of balls are happening. It's around when we're kinda of almost switching and maybe a week after, um, from going from the summer season until the the fall season. Another thing that's interesting actually a side note on that is uh that some people believe that uh Jesus was born around that time that time of year i'm not sure if it's true or not i mean they, they the people who teach that they have some very 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 uh powerful backing as far as research instead of the traditional december 25th and we have discussed that before about why they celebrated jesus birthday on december 25th but some people they believe and teach that uh, this around this time is when he our savior was born and also, actually, they believe that around this time in the future, that he might come around that time if he, people also teach that. I don't know if that is true or not, but I guess we'll find out when it happens, you know. <laughs> we'll find out that one when it happens. They could be right there probably all along, though. Um, but it's important for us to note that the, uh, the word holiday, because often we have the holidays that we have over here whenever... We think about holidays or or holy days, you know, but in Leviticus 23, it's better kind of to have to understand them as appointments, appointments. Um, God asked Israel to remember what he did for them in history um, over 150 times when you just look at the Old Testament, over 150 times he asked them to remember what he did and then he sets up these appointments. And a lot of times in the old Testament, you you, you're familiar with the word or or the phrase appointed times, appointed times, um, to help his people to commune and remember him. So, so they can remember his good works in the history. So it's basically like you setting up these appointments where you're going to honor and reverence and worship, um, the one who created it all, you know, our Father, you know, and the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So think of them as appointments instead of, like, thinking of how we think about holidays. When we think about holidays, we usually think about getting it together, uh, eating with family, which is good, which is all, all of those things. It's not anything really bad with it, but sometimes you can get too focused. You can become too... Involved in gluttony, and then overwhelmed with the Christmas gifts and all those types of things. But from looking at it from a Hebrew G- Jewish perspective, when they are celebrating, and even in those, you can get uh, focused on the wrong thing. But if you think about it as an appointment, like you're going to a, a doctor appointment, or going to a, um, an interview for a point, like you're setting aside these particular times to meet with whoever it is because you you're sharing and receiving. You're sharing and receiving. Um each of these holy days were established by God and revealed to the children of Israel by Moses. And he he, he received like uh, this revelation um as part of when he was uh up there, remember he was on on, on Sinai when uh Father God was speaking to him. Um, these uh, appointed times I kind of alluded to earlier—they were prophetic actions or prophetic events, and they were fulfilled by the person of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Um, so they—they were kind of like uh, just kind of foreshadowing of uh, what is or not what is more more but who is to come um and then one thing that's interesting is that uh the jewish people we mainly think about israel but they everywhere are, are celebrating these uh holidays <laughs> it's funny because even in america we have some churches that they do that in uh africa um i believe it's in ethiopia area i believe they are also celebrating um The holiday These uh, Jewish holidays Or these Jewish appointments Um, But the major The theme Of uh, the days of all Is basically Remembering um, Our father It's a time of uh, Repentance A time of remembering the things That our our father has done for us And a time to repent Because a lot of people They uh, believe Well Particularly in the in the uh, Old Testament, the Jews they believe that from the time of uh Rosh uh, Rosh Hashanah, which is the first day, um, and then you have the, the ten days, the days of awe uh, They believe that during that time, that in heaven, that uh, our Father God is up there making judgments upon people. Like that, one of the things they believe is uh he's deciding whose names is going to be written in the in the Lamb's Book of Life and who's going to be written in the I guess the other book, which no one wants to be in that book. And also he's uh they this is I'm not sure if this is true or not, but these are things that they believe. And they also believe that during this time he's uh rewarding people upon what they what they have done, um, and also determining. This is some of the things I've read read from different rabbi scholars that he's all also determining who is going to live and who is going to die um, during this time. So that's, these are some of the motivations that the people in the Old Testament, they had on the Rosh Hashanah days of law and all the way up to the end, it Yom and the scriptures again is Leviticus 23 numbers chapter 10 and also numbers chapter 29 so they spent a lot of uh, time repenting so they would be repenting um for the things they had done throughout the year because they in they in the back of their mind they have how the god he that he's doing all these things you know <laughs> writing people's books people's names you know like almost like you know uh uh, we here in Western society, particularly in United States of America, maybe also in Europe too, but they and actually it's probably all over the world. With the Santa Claus thing, you know, is that he's making a list, checking it twice, trying to he have the kids trying to be really, really really, really studious around around Christmas, like a couple weeks before Christmas. And uh, being really nice to people. So they, they they want to be on Santa's good list. But that's almost the same mindset with uh, the Jew Jewish people during this time. Um, also, they they see it as a as season of for forgiveness, you know, um, not just forgiving, the, not just for them receiving the type of forgiveness, but also mainly them forgiving other people who who have wronged them, who have done things wrong with them like so Some, like when they stole one of their cattle or something like that that's those are some type of things that they were supposed to be doing on these, these these days of all this these times of repentance you know but one thing that they did not understand which we understand is that uh that repentance and all these kind of things they lead to salvation um Through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ And that's one thing that We can take As a uh, key That they set apart this particular Time as an appointment That they're going to have beginning on September The 29th and they're going To be just dedicating all this time To Repenting and trying to In a sense get themselves Right with the Father and right with Their neighbors you know but we can actually take that and do that throughout the year, throughout the day. We don't have to wait for a particular time or season. Though it's nothing wrong with, with having something during a year where you're where you like making that main appointment. Because of course, this right here was passed down by Moses to the Jewish people for them to participate in. But we also we can take that and we can participate in that, or we can do it daily, just like the communion we can do it, even though it's the, I forget or I don't remember um, that we can have communion daily. We don't have to wait if you have a Sunday service or if they do it only one Sunday or you don't have to wait till around the Passover time to have communion or the Lord's supper, but you can do it daily. That's one of the things about religion that gets us in trouble. You when know, we start trying to do all these religious things, we're waiting for certain time periods but we have a, a father even though this right here in Old Testament is, it was like kind of like teaching us some of the rules and traditions so we can have as a foundation and be as a guide you know for us and how we should receive and how we should love our father and love our neighbors which is very important but also at the same time that's just a stepping stone to where he is trying to, trying to take us You know, he doesn't want it to be limited to a certain time, but he wants it uh, to be spread over no matter what day or season because sometimes you get so stuck up on a time, and that's one of the things about the Pharisees and Sadducees. They didn't even want Jesus to heal on a certain day or particular time or walk so far um, during the Sabbath because they got stuck in the religious traditional side of it, and sometimes many of the churches today, don't, they're not called Pharisees, or they're not called Sadducees. They may be called pastors, or deacons, or bishops, ministers, or evangelists. You know, some of the titles that we you go by today, but a lot of times we can... Uh, they might be called Jameer. <laughs> you know, we also can be stuck in those same type of religious things where we wait in for a certain day, or we want the pastor to be wearing a certain thing, or we're at home, you know you cannot have church at home. You have to have it in a building with pews. No, that's all of that right there. Very religious, and it'll get you missing out on the things of God. And that's what happened to um, <clears throat> excuse me. That's what happened to a lot of the Pharisees and Sadducees because they were so stuck in the regulations. And Laws, and they didn't understand that these things were just a teacher they they're just a stepping stone, okay. but we also, even though they're a stepping stone, we should not like what I said earlier, throw the baby out with the bathwater water because these times of appointment can also be very valuable to us, as valuable as they are to the Jewish people um, and also. Another thing is people think, well, why do I have to celebrate this thing? Because uh, why should I even think about any of these feasts? Because these are things that uh, Father God told the the Jewish people to do. Um, These are the Jewish holidays. But we have to remember that um, our, our Father God, he knows everything is borrowed that we have, this earth. It's like almost having a car lease. The car lease you just borrowed the car. The earth we're just borrow, borrowing it right now, but it's not ours. It's the fathers and just like these holidays, these feasts, these appointments that the seven feet that they have seven major feet. But a lot of times people are like to tie that with the Jewish people. But our father God let the Jewish people borrow them and they was supposed to like teach the rest of like the Gentiles how to uh, celebrate in these types of things too. But of course that didn't happen like that. Anyway, these how what I'm saying, I'll say all that uh, these holidays, these feasts, appointments, whatever term you want to describe to them. There, the Jewish people were, they're, they're kind of like just leasing it. It's not theirs. It belongs to our father God. Okay. It, it is his holiday, his holidays that he, he's sharing with them and he's allowing them to participate in and that, so it's not tied to a certain group, certain ethnicity because you have a certain type of bloodline, no. It's for all of Father God's people, and it's intended for all of the Father God's people, which is everyone in the whole world who will receive and who will believe. Okay. Um, so, you have the 10 days of awe, and they start off with Rosh Rosh, Hashanah this word I'm sorry Rosh Hashanah and then it ends with Yom Kippur and we are very familiar with um with those terms Rosh Rosh Hashanah I'm sorry (laughs) and Yom Kippur is just just some words that um kind of hard but uh Rosh Rosh Hashanah, I want to give you A little bit uh, more understanding on that So again 2019 is going to start on September the 29th at sundown And it is the only Feast in the fall on the night Of uh, a new moon Making it the only feast intentionally made to begin Under the cover of darkness Another reason um, Many believers believe Jesus' Second coming will come of Rosh Hashanah Rosh Hashana, to fulfill the prophecy of Joel. Okay. Also during this time, they blow trumpets or, or shofar. Um, like in the Valley of Dry Bones in Ezekiel, the shofar is sounded each month <coughs> of Rosh Kodosh, or that's the New Moon Festival, to remind us that we are flesh and bones, and the short blasts awaken our hearing and other senses to call on our souls to be people of light and darkness. On Rosh Hashanah, however, the shofar is blown 100 times in long blasts, and it signifies to the people of God that the 10 days of repentance, also known as the days of all, are upon us, and we ought to remember why it is that we are alive um, And this is something I talked about earlier that About the days of God and the book of life Rosh Hashanah is also known as The time of sealing uh, The traditional Jewish greeting Greeting in these days before Is Lashan Tove Tikeve you hates them, you know. I practiced that before I got on here, but it's not sounding right. But anyway, whenever they greet, their greet each other during that time. it says, "May you be written and sealed for a good year." So that's what I talked talked about earlier. That uh, the wicked people are written in the book, and the righteous people, almost like I was talking about the uh, Santa Claus list, you know. So we have the Rosh, Rosh Hashanah Rosh Hashana, and then we have the final judgment is delivered on Yom Kippur. And we know that another word for Yom Kippur is uh, the day of atonement, the day of atonement. And we know that uh, our atonement, um, because of the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he is atonement for our sins, past, present, and future, so no matter what you did, how terrible you think you are, and we are all terrible. We are, um, no matter how good to get to these good uh shoes Um, I can't think of the word, but you know, the people who think they're very, very, very good and they haven't robbed the bank or they they um, it's your typical good neighbor, you know what, guess what, and. And God's mind without the precious blood of Jesus Christ, they're, they're nothing. It's all about relationship. It's all about community. I mean, community, yeah, community racial relationship. It's not about religious or traditional things now. We should want to do good things, um, helping the orphans, helping helping the wo- uh, women, um, which Scripture tells us to do. Um, helping our neighbors, loving our neighbors as ourselves—all those types of things. But we should want to do those things not so we can say we're better or we're we're more righteous than the other person. No, the scripture says our righteousness is filthy rags. We do that because our Father in heaven loved us, so we want to express and show what He done for us to those who are around us, and whatever form that is, whether it's delivering a meal, praying for someone, um, helping someone get back and forth to work or whatever you can do to help them. So we're not trying to do things out of religion or tradition, but we're doing things out of, uh, um, <coughs> we're doing things out of. Uh. then the last um, scripture I wanted to meet about the feasts, I uh, would talk about the feasts is uh, <coughs> One reason it's good that we can celebrate is that Jesus when he was here, he was actually guess what he was uh celebrating the feast even we know that the evening before he he passed, guess what he was doing? <laughs> it was on the Passover time. So he was he was there celebrating with them and I, and I believe that uh these feasts are things that uh we will be celebrating long gone with, when this lifetime is over because we always going to remember the great sacrifice that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has done for us. And when this world ends, um, when there's time no more and we reach the revelation where the new heaven comes out of or new Jerusalem comes out of heaven and comes to earth and all those types of things, I believe this is something that we will be celebrating for eternity, you know, so, it's important for us, I believe, as a as believers, that we try our best to participate, and either, I'm not saying you have to go to, like, some Masonic Jewish place and all these types of things, um, but just, I'm saying, study on it, and during the time of their repentance, which starts September the 29th, you should do those things, I mean, you don't have to wait till then, actually, you can start now, September the nineteenth this evening. So you can start it now. But uh yeah. So it basically if you get your heart right, you know, and um our father God he honors those things. He he honors those and says man books at the outward appearance but God looks at the heart. So it's just it's just another tool that you can use basically to draw closer towards the Father. Um and experience them in a way you had have have never experienced them before. Now, if you don't participate in it, there's nothing from mm-hmm. condemning and all this kind of thing. I just want to emphasize that because people, there's actually some Christians who are believers, and they say if you don't celebrate that thing, you there's something majorly wrong with you. No, it is not anything majorly wrong with you. Okay. <laughs> As well as the people who get what I talked about earlier and bound up in religion. Um, uh, Dorothy, did you have anything you wanted to say or add to it? Well, I lo-
0: I love the studying on the feast, and um, I think when a Christian um, celebrates these holy days, it's important to do it through the spirit of Christ. Because like like you said, some of these are already fulfilled through Christ. Um, but yeah, it definitely... Studying the feasts and celebrating the, the, the spiritual intent behind the feast, it, it definitely adds to your relationship with Father because it helps you understand his heart, and his heart has always been even down through the Old Testament to reunite with his people, to have an intimate relationship with his people, so and these feats are um, rehearsals for his entire plan, if you look at all of them. So, yes. But yeah, it definitely adds to our understanding when we study the feasts and a- acknowledge them. I mean, you don't, it, it wouldn't do to, um, I am going to say this, like, it wouldn't do to celebrate them as in the Jewish religion, but as the fulfilled Christian part. You know, does that make sense? Should I say that right?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Exactly, I understand what you're saying. Because they're they're the the Jewish people who are actually celebrating it. They're they're celebrating it as if he has not come yet, <laughs> you know. But, right. Um, and of course, but there are some who do celebrate it because they know that he is uh, already arrived. So yeah, but it is good to celebrate that because a lot of peop- the majority of people who probably celebrate it maybe seventy percent or more they're just doing it out of tradition you know and they don't realize like you said the spirit the spirit
0: of it you know
1: this is very unfortunate because they're miss, they're missing out on the power
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely and, and you know it's like passover christ became our passover so to to celebrate it the old way is is just not appropriate, and it's not going to get you anywhere. But if you celebrate it in the n- new way, where you know, because it Christ, Christ is our Passover, and with that understanding, and that revelation, it just deepens the whole thing. But yeah, I like to celebrate the feasts myself. You know, yes,
1: yeah. I've uh. Never um, really cel- celebrated any of them, but I guess how they traditionally do it. But I, I will be uh, doing trying to participate in the days of all is the best the, the best of my ability, you know. Um, but they, uh, I, I know some people they have fellowship. They don't have any in my area where they where they will meet up and do whatever they do at those ce- celebrations or those appointed times. And it's very interesting, you know, when you see it and you learn, you can see whatever the things are symbolized, and the ones who are messianic Jews, and they actually teach you about the symbolism and how it relates to Christ. So it's, it's very, very good.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, I don't go out on the Feast of Tabernacles and live in a tent. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but I I um, yeah. you know, I look at it from the, you know, fulfilled part. So. Yeah. And we're also looking forward to his return and all this too. Cuz it's like the whole the whole plan is revealed in the feast. And that's why that he told the the Jews to do these feasts and remember, because we're supposed to remember the plan and the hope in the plan. So, yeah,
1: yes, that is so true. That is, it's all about him. You know, it's about remembering remembering him. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Well, that's all I have for this evening. I'd like to to thank everyone for tuning in and, and Dorothy for coming on and, and having having me. Um we'd like to of course remember our nation in prayer, remember our president, everything that's going on with the government. Also speaking of the feast, remember I think the Jewish election is going on, so you wanna also pray for them in that country, that country also. Um And pray for things that are just going on in our community. So I'll I'll just close out in prayer. Father, we thank you for this lesson, Father. Help us, Father, Lord, to remember you, Father, Lord, and the great sacrifice of the cross, Father, Lord, and help help the Jewish people, Father, who don't know you and they're missing out, Father. Help them to come to understanding of Christ, Father. And did you... uh, in Christ, down across for our sins, and not just them, but all the Gentiles too. Um, whether they're Asian or Arabic, um, European, um, African, whatever, whatever, whatever they are, you know, whatever ethnicity, draw them towards you, Father. Draw them towards your love, Father, because we you know you love all. All man. You, you're not into how all the flesh, like how we are, how we like to divide ourselves. And also pray, Lord, for our government, that you would teach, help them as they legislate, pray for our judicial system, executive system, legislative system. And this election is coming up next, I believe, next year. and Empower your people, Father, give them strength, Father Lord, to do what you would do, to vote how you would vote, Father Lord, through uh just say what you would say father or do they won't let unrighteousness and things like that go on father and help those who are elected into office father that uh, they would turn towards you father that they would turn towards you father and they would do you will do they will vote how you will vote and if they don't that do they'd be convicted that they remember the prayers that their grandmother pre- prayed for them or their father prayed for them or their grandfather or whoever it is was in their family it took them to Sunday school that they will remember. Father, we thank you, Lord. We ask all all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Um, yeah. Right now, the the Israel is is a tie. The elections there are a tie. So. Very interesting. Father's doing something over there. I don't know yeah. exactly what, but I can see his finger, you know, troubling the waters over there. So <laughs> keep them lifted in prayer that Father gets His will done, because that's what's most important. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So okay. thank you, what's everyone, thank- for coming. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: no, thank you. I'm about to say thank you. You can go ahead. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you, everyone, for coming. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. We want you to have all of Father's blessings upon your lives in the meantime and forever. Thank you, Jameer. You have a blessed night, Jameer.
1: You too. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And good night. Good night, everybody.